I'm Sinead O'Moore and you're listening to Every Mum the Podcast, supported by Water Wipes, the world's purest baby wipes, made with only two ingredients, 99.9% purified water and a drop of fruit extract. From fertility to birth to taking care of ourselves, here we talk to women about their own unique experiences of motherhood. The insane joy and the anxious defeat, the love, the laughs, the tears, and the moments that we don't talk enough about. This season is supported by one of the most essential products for every mum. From that first nappy change to those messy winning months, water wipes. Winners of seven National Parenting Product Awards 2021, including Best Baby Wipes, Water wipes are proven to be purer than cotton wool and water, making them ideal to help protect and gently cleanse sensitive skin. As the number one baby wipe in Ireland, together we are committed to providing more support for parents with trusted products and this podcast. Hello and welcome back to our summer season. Kicking off season eight, we are rejoined by our most listened to guest, Alva Garrahi. As it's our summer season, we are going to dive into the fun and chaos of toddler travel. Earlier this year, Alva and her family had the opportunity of a trip of a lifetime to visit the US for six weeks. Here we talk about their epic adventure, the worry, the guilt, how will the flight go, will he sleep, from getting through the airport security to learning to loosen up over the bedtime routine and remembering that no matter where we are, we are their whole worlds. And when it comes to the trip of a lifetime, you can do it just go for it what a way to kick off our new summer season of everyone the podcast a must listen for any parent traveling soon alva thank you so much for coming back to us on everyone the podcast our most listened to guest i checked this morning your episode <laughs> Yeah, your episode with baby Sean was our most listened to episode. Oh it is my God, well, so, I'm sh- shocked it, to hear that. It is but that is lovely to hear. To see you back. And you know, I was thinking it was, firstly, it was so lovely to have you on. And, you know, obviously loads of people are huge supporters of yours. But I think it was at the particular time in women's lives on the prospect of going into a maternity hospital and giving birth, there was a lot of doom around. And I think your episode was just like a little ray, little ray of hope on that COVID horizon for people. And they just, you know, feedback still comes through about how oh. it supported people's mindset as they approach birth. So, so oh, lovely to you, have you me. then. It's so nice to hear. I, I, I loved, I loved doing it. And if I'm honest, I definitely listened to it back more than once because it was just such a lovely chat. And I, I just love the opportunity to reminisce on my birth story and, and giving birth because it was just the happiest time in my life, you know? So it was, um, I'm, I was obviously very aware that people have a lot of difficult situations. Of course, we were very lucky. Of course, I couldn't have Rory with me at the time or whatever until late stages, but, um, it was a great chat and I do get still get some messages too. So that was lovely. That's lovely to hear that it, so many people tuned in. And I'm hoping that you can offer us another ray of light on, <laughs> on a slightly <laughs> less serious and poignant mo- uh, note, but, it is coming into summer. It is possibly the first summer that many COVID mamas like yourself managed to get away. People are excited. They're also very nervous. And you have just come back from, is it seven weeks 
it was six weeks yeah. six, six weeks, weeks. Yeah. six week adventure multiple flights multiple locations multiple time zones multiple temperatures <laughs> with your toddler so uh, I'm yeah. like you can tell us everything we need to know yeah when you say it like that I I, I look back being like what crazy person did that and I'm like oh actually that was me so um yes so let me start by saying we were very lucky that we were able to do it um I have a flexible job with our family business Dublin Bay Cruises it was our off season so there was a bit more time there and Rory was lucky to get to get six weeks off work so I fully understand that not everyone's in that situation um, and I'm fully aware of that but Rory's two brothers um live in San Francisco um, one of whom is Sean's godfather and we got married in 2019 and we always said we would do kind of a big trip over to the lads you know um, fairly soon after our, after our wedding but then I was pregnant um, a little bit sooner than we, we expected um, and then Covid hit so that was it it wasn't going to happen um, anytime soon so we always kind of said let's try and go as soon as we can while we still only have uh, one child and while he's still kind of small and not in school yet or anything like that so we hoped to actually do it between sort of um September and Christmas last year but then things got bad again and sorry the US wasn't open it wasn't accepting yeah. tourists and um, so then we were like right I was aware that my work was going to get really busy from April onwards so we were like okay our only chance to go is kind of between January and April of this year. So we booked our flights anyway for actually it was my one of my best friend Katie. Her hen party was um the sorry, what date did we leave? We left around the 19th of February, I think. Uh, no, her hen party, I think, was on the 19th. And then her wedding was on the 8th of April. <laughs> so I was like, well, I'm not missing the hen, and I'm definitely not missing the wedding. So we will go between the hen party and the wedding. So not only were we crazy enough to book a flight, a long haul flight to San Francisco with a toddler, I did it with a hangover also. <laughs> the day sure, why not? It's going to be difficult as it is. We may as well have a throw a hangover in the mix as well. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I can think of nothing worse. I know. I know. I know. But I really didn't want to miss. She's a brilliant friend and we had to be back for the wedding. So I was like, right, day after the hen. And then be back a couple of days before the wedding. So, um, yeah, I remember being in the airport. So sorry, going back to. So we decided we we would do it. We would um go for six weeks, travel around California, trip of a lifetime, um, and fly back uh via Chicago, um. So I remember being in the airport. And I just couldn't stop crying. Or he was like, "What is wrong?" I was like, well, "First thing, I'm from over, and I have fear. Secondly, um, what are we doing? Like." we're taking our little boy who is sleeping so well at the moment it loves his little routine you know loves where he lives I was like loves his own cot <laughs> and we're like literally taking him across the world where he was like Alva this is an amazing amazing thing for him like yes it would be easier to stay at home yes it would be easier to stick to that routine that we've gotten down to a fine art now and he's sleeping you know eight till seven or whatever that's the easier thing to do and it's easier to stay in your comfort zone but this is a trip of a lifetime and we're so lucky that we have this opportunity to do it so let's embrace it Sean will be fine I guess I just had these mo I was just like what if touch what if he gets sick or you know there's something that at home I could just grab it so easily but over there where do I even look for it you know um but 
looking back, he was absolutely fine. And kids are amazing. They adapt so well. So we kind of expect it's the way it worked. The flights worked. We flew through Washington um, and I'll go back to kind of the flights and things like that in, in a moment and then into, into San Francisco. So we arrived at like 8 p.m. San Francisco time. And we just expected him to be just up all night then. Like, you know, it was kind of whatever morning time here or whatever. So um, he, we like we got there. I remember like I gave him a bath, you know, after a flight, you feel Ming. And I was like, he definitely feels Ming too. I'm going to give him a bath. So I uh, gave him a bath and gave him, some, you know, fed him. And luckily we were staying with Roy's brother. So it was so nice to be in a house as opposed to a hotel or whatever. Um, And he was amazing. He was so, so good. He had so like he'd bath toys and toys for Sean and you know he'd baby proofed his house he was just amazing um and I remember he slept from like midnight say until about 5 a.m and we slept that time too and obviously we were exhausted but I was like five hours the first night like that's amazing I was like this is so so good and there was a couple of nights there then where he'd go to sleep maybe at eight or nine he'd wake at two he'd be awake for an hour but then he'd go back to sleep and then after about kind of three or four nights he slept the full night. I was like, this is absolutely madness. Like, but I, I couldn't believe it. But then I was like, as I said, kids are so, they, they adapt so well to different situations um, that it, it happened much quicker than I thought it would. So we were, we were very, very grateful for that. I don't know um, which I'm more jealous of, the fact that you got to go away on a trip of a lifetime or that Sean sleeps through the night. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I should have said that too. I should have said that too. I, I fully get that, that is not the case for everyone. That needs to come with like um, a content warning. Yes. Sorry about that. But you're still feeding. You're still feeding, aren't you? No. Like you are amazing. Amazing. If, if I could find a way to get her off me, I would. Okay. She's like a little koala. Jesus Christ. But go on. I'm <laughs> loving it. So he's settling in perfectly. And But I, I totally get what you feel in that airport. I think anytime we do something that you feel like might be a danger or a risk or is just like it's the mama bear in us where we just feel like why are we why are we putting mm -hmm. this on ourselves why are we doing this to ourselves yeah but like then you see the magic in their eyes and also you need to remember you are his world not his cot or his home yeah. or his things yeah. you know you and his dad are his world when he looks That's so true. for the security and safety absolutely that is so true yeah absolutely and uh I very much felt that while we were there, you know, he might be kind of like, what's this house or what's this hotel or what's this strange car or whatever. And then he sees us and he's like, oh, but there, that's who I know, you know, and and it was six weeks of not leaving his side because we were on holiday or whatever. So there was no handing him over to anyone else. You know, it was constantly us. Um, and he just had a, an absolute ball. I kept saying to Rory, I can't get over how how good his form is and how happy he is you know because I did expect him to be out of sorts um, and I did expect him to be kind of like a bit up in the air and he was at times of course and Jesus we had some stressful moments but for the majority of the time he was just so happy and as you say once we're around and you know he sees those familiar faces he doesn't care where he is um which was great tell me about though this so the stressful moments do come Yes. And they can be intense. Was mm. there anything particular that would like, was it certain situations that, you know, was it the airport, the chaos, sometimes the overwhelm of like a lot of people around or were you already stressed and he was picking up on it from you? Um, I would like to say that. Like I, I kind of when we booked, it, I was like, right, the flight will probably be hell. So I kind of expected the worst. 
I kind of prepared myself for the worst and then it actually wasn't that bad. So I wasn't that stressed. Um, like, don't get me wrong, queuing in an airport at security, when your child is like, I don't want to be in my buggy at this moment in time, but we have to queue. I want to be running free, but you can't. We're at security in an airport. That is stressful, but we are not the first people to do that. And we certainly won't be the last. And he has every right to be in an airport as anyone else does, you know, to be traveling somewhere. And people are used to kids being around. You know, when, when before we had Sean, if myself and Rory were flying anywhere, we didn't bat an eyelid at a child crying or a child wanting treats or, you know, going ballistic. It's just part of life, you know? So now I have to say, and I said this on my Instagram a week or two ago, I saw a funny meme and I was like, we did have the airport security thing down quite well. And I, <laughs> I give full credit to Rory. So he basically said to me, he's like, anything that we need to take out of a bag, like a laptop, um, uh, any liquids or whatever, just put them, please just do me one favor and just put them all into one bag. Give me that bag. And then you just focus on getting the buggy and Sean through. And I will make sure everything comes out, is put in the trays. And that was a great tip. Anything that needs to come out of a bag and security, get it into one bag. And then you only have to open one bag and everything else is just safe. Just throw on the belt and go through. So he was, and we did that for every single airport that we went through and it was a godsend because I just knew that, okay, he's doing that. I just focus on Sean, you know, get the buggy through, get him through and all, all is well. Um, it's, it's the putting everything in the bag is one tip. Like that's brilliant. But, yeah. the, but the zone, the, the zone responsibility stuff I find like is really key when you're out like that and traveling as well. Like knowing that, okay, I know what bit I'm to do and you know what bit you're to do instead yeah. of that. Because with the best of intentions and with the best of relationships, like that's <laughs> where the arguments are occur. Like, I thought you were doing that and I thought you were doing, like, so I yeah. love that idea of like, you that know, is your job. that is your job. <laughs> this is your job. Go do your job. I will do my yeah. job and I will see you on the other side. Yeah, and, and Rory's a very calm person. He's very calm. He never gets stressed about anything. If Sean's about to, to, to cry, I'm like, snack, zoom, zoom. Like, I'm like a ninja. There you go. I've stopped it. He kind of lets him cry a little bit. You know, he's like, it's fine. You know, it's fine. And I'm like, no, act faster. We need to resolve this as soon as possible, you know? So yeah. This will escalate. This will escalate. Whereas I, I, have, I have whatever we need within arm's length, you know, to, 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 to diffuse, diffuse the situation straight away. But he's very calm and, it's kind of like if we hear him crying, like I'll run to him, but he's kind of like, okay, I'll put this down first and then I'll go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, definitely a test of the relationship. I fully uh, agree with you there, but no, we did, we got through it and we did, we did well, I think. But um, getting on the flight then, um, the priority boarding for families is amazing. Like so, so good that you can just go straight up. Um, so definitely avail of that um, if you're planning on traveling anytime soon. And then on the flight then again, it's, so I'd heard, you know, a new toy that they haven't seen before, one or two new toys they haven't seen before. Endless snacks. Like I had so much. I had like you're allowed to bring a bag, a baby bag or whatever. So I had, you know, crackers. I had uh, pouches of, you know, like puree things. I couldn't bring yogurts because I had no fridge, obviously. So like things like that. Um, milk, of course, for him for takeoff or whatever. Um, Every type of snack, sweet and savory. There were, of course, there was screen time because you just have to, you know? I mean, we try and limit it when we're at home, but when you expect them to sit on a flight for, the first flight was maybe, I think the first flight was eight hours. The second flight was six, you know, it's a long time. Um, and 
we didn't have a seat for him because he's under two so it was kind of us and 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 him on top of us or I remember we had him between our legs kind of and the leg room is not very there is not much leg room um but he was so so good and then I just like I saw them coming with the, the drinks trolley and they had little plastic glasses and I was like can I just take three of them please he would love them and that killed another half an hour of him stacking the little plastic glasses that they had you know so it's just seeking out opportunities just to keep him entertained and I remember saying to Rory like look at that couple over there with no child sipping on their wine enjoying a few films I was like that was us and then I you know we were kind of like oh my god the next time we go anywhere without without Sean like it's going to be absolute heaven we took it for granted before um but even just like walking through duty free you know just, even just walking through duty free without oh, the feeling that just that the alarm that's always going off in your head of like I have three seconds to make a decision know, <laughs> on what to purchase and then get to that yes. counter and pay for it pay just for it exactly. walking through being like I can just browse my own leisure for as long as I like oh I know it's 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 like how did I not realize before having Sean that that was absolute utter heaven and anyone listening who doesn't have kids yet make the most of that time but I going back to the flight then like he was very very good and we just it it, it's it's a case of you don't relax it's constantly keeping them entertained constantly keeping them happy knowing what to reach for if they're about to cry and we did not sleep the whole way over because when he slept and he did sleep a bit, he was like lying on top of us. So there was no, like, we were afraid to move. I was like, if I fall asleep, what if I move my legs? Like, and he's awake then. So um, it's not a relaxing flight. So anyone who thinks that they're going away with kids and they're going to relax on the flight, you won't. It's just a case of keeping them entertained at all times, be that with food, treats, toys, bit of screen time. Don't be afraid of the screen time. Like it has to be done. <laughs> <laughs> did you have little headphones for him no he wouldn't wear them he never wears a hat mm. he hates wearing hats so I just didn't even try I knew he'd pull them straight off so he he's kind of happy if there's no sound he'll just okay. kind of look he at it, watches it yeah. and then we well, had it on low he's we not weren't going to annoy the rest of the flight with it but he, once he can see it he's he's happy to just look at it that way yeah okay. he's hardly following the plot you know so. yeah, exactly <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And you know, like Coco Melon, it's all about the big eyes and all the colours and things. Yeah. So he was he was fine just to kind of look at it that way. <laughs> this podcast is just one way that every mum can support you. Another amazing way is with our free gift bag, packed full of essentials for you and baby, including free samples of water wipes, the number one wipe against nappy rash. To receive yours, just register now on everymum.ie. There's a free gift bag there waiting for every mum. How was he over there? Like, did, you know, I think some parents are very rigid with routine. Did you try and have to sort of re-timeline him and, and be like for meal times and stuff? Was he being like, well, it's five o'clock at home, ma'am. Where's my dinner? Um, so the first week we, we just spent in San Francisco staying with Rory's brother. So we were in a house. We, we had been there before, so we didn't feel a huge amount of pressure to get out sightseeing and everything. And I kind of took that week to kind of get him readjusted, you know, so it was great. And again, Brian was amazing. Um, it was great to be able to cook for him. And um, like I remember the, we went out one day and he had it was actually maybe the second day we got there. We went down to um, like down to the, the sea, the seafront kind of. And uh, 
he just did not want to be in the buggy high up or low down. Like we thought we'd have two or three hours of kind of strolling around, did not want to be in the buggy, like allergic to it. And I was like, day two, like, what have we done here? Like, and he was just in bad form that day. It was probably the sleep messed up or whatever. Um, and I remember we actually borrowed the buggy that we bought. We wanted one that would just fold down in one piece. So my mom had a great one. So we were like, can we bring that on the trip? She was like, absolutely. And I was like, oh my God, he, he hates the buggy. Like, what are we going to do about this? Like, we need him to like his buggy on these, you know, for this next six weeks. Um, but after that, he was absolutely fine. Um, but I remember after that day, he was just in bad form. You know, we were, we were like, let's walk around, see a few of the sides. We were like, no, let's just go to a restaurant, sit down give him some food we'll have some food you know it's easier to be in one spot right now and then let's just go back to the house and I remember the relief getting back to the house I was like of just being in a safe space where he can run around safely and you know that was a bad day but after that once as I said he got he got into the kind of sleep routine or whatever and I wasn't strict you know if if I didn't think he was tired at seven o'clock I wasn't going to try and get him to bed at seven o'clock another tip actually we brought um two blankets that he'd have in his own cot here and his two of his um like sleeping bag things yeah. and all of his little soft teddies that he loves like they're his comfort as well you know when he goes to bed at night time he looks for his bunny and his soft little elephant thing you know it's so important to bring all those things that he looks for and that gets him to sleep and once he had them he was happy but his, also his own bed sheets you know that that made a big difference I think as well he knows that there's a blue blanket that he loves and there's a fleecy gray blanket that that he associates that with going to sleep so definitely bring bring their own you know if you're going away their own bedding is, is definitely a, an absolute yes um but yeah well as I said yeah I, I wasn't strict if it was nine o'clock if it was 10 p.m and he was still up you know look we're away he'll get into it eventually and there was a, as I said there was a week of where it was eight nine ten um he might wake at midnight I get him back to sleep at one and after that it was it was he he just got into the swing of it you know there was a few different time zones like an hour here an hour there two hours here when we went to to Hawaii um, and it just meant he he woke at you know he woke at six instead of half seven or he woke at five instead of seven and because you're away you're you're a bit more relaxed it's not like we had to get up and face into meetings for the day or you know perform at work or do a presentation we were away so that would be my advice as well you know yes you're tired but you're away so try and just you know I just I was very much kind of like 5 a.m is a win because it's not 3 a.m that's what I was thinking (laughs) you know it's not 3 a.m it's 5 a.m that's okay you know it's always thinking right it could be worse so um yeah no you're right though because I think well what I'm saying to myself anyway with baby sleep issues at the moment is like it's it's she's totally normal yeah but the pace that we're expecting parents to operate at during the day isn't yeah Yeah. you know the way the babies behave is totally biologically neurologically totally normal normal yeah did you find that here you were in this very rare, very fortunate position where you had this like six weeks as a little unit where you just got to be together without the distractions of the world? Absolutely. Like, how did that yeah. feel? Especially, I think there was a lot going on in the world around the time that you were away in terms of like, you know. Ukraine and everything. Yeah, like everything yeah. was just felt yeah. like the world is on fire again. Mm-hmm. Did you feel like the, you were just in this like little bubble together and take all the joy you could possibly get from it 
100 percent um and again before i speak about that like i'm fully aware that that's it's not the case for us so for most people you know can't do something like what we did but i never let a moment go by where i didn't feel grateful for where we were and what we were doing and especially with rory and john because obviously you know he works you know, eight until six or whatever, you know, I kind of try and work around Sean a bit more as his mother, you know, it's just the way the world is. Um, so to see the two of them have that time together was just amazing, you know, and um, it was like everything we did, you know, because we did a lot of driving as well. I'll get on to that in a minute. <laughs> um, a lot of road trips. Um, and, you know, we, as I said, we were with kind of Roy's family the first week, but then we were gone ourselves for 10 days uh and also got COVID in that time as well which was not ideal um but it was just the three of us and to have that time is just invaluable you know and and memories to last a lifetime you know it was just amazing and as you said because it was that slower paced life where we didn't have to get up for work every day um the 5 a.m's were okay because we didn't really we weren't you know we weren't trying to get the million and one things done the next day that we do every day at home you know so um yeah you're so right then waking up at that time is normal it's us trying to and that's what that's what stresses me I think about being a mother it's not him and what he's doing it's it's what I'm trying to then get done in the time like some days I'm kind of like yeah okay I have Sean for the next two hours I have 20 emails to get back to as he's playing I'll do that and then I'm I'm trying to type it out and he's like you know he wants something and he and I'm and then I'm kind of like so stressed I was like this is not his fault I shouldn't be trying to do emails while I'm here with him you know um, and I am bringing this stress on myself it's not it's not having a child that's stressful it's literally what I'm trying to do while I'm with him yeah caring for a child is easy doing anything else at the same time is what's hard but so like true. you I'll be the one to snap at the girls then because I feel like you're you're preventing me from doing the thing that feels urgent to yeah. me in my life and then you're like oh I, you know my husband might come home and you you, know, you do find yourself saying like oh it's a real tough day oh they were really like you know this was going on that was going on it was but it's rarely actually anything to do with them and all to do with the turmoil going on in my head okay. and then they feed off the stress and the tantrum sort of escalates because they're not Absolutely, getting yeah. what they're, they're seeing with us then yeah. yeah and I'd often you know often I'm like okay I just need to do two things on my phone I'll bring him into the playroom because he's so good in the playroom he plays and then I'm like have a 20 minutes have passed and you've just been on your phone while he's been playing away there himself like that is not fair like you're missing these little moments just by trying to do too much or too much at once you know and then you get the guilt you feel so bad then that you didn't take your head up for that amount of time while he was there you know in front of you or whatever but so then, yeah I don't know what's the solution <laughs> well like and then you can't either because you're doing your best to provide the life for him that you know you want exactly. and it's you vicious, still vicious. yeah and independent play is a good thing to learn <laughs> yes thank you I'll do I'll keep that yeah. in mind <laughs> independent play is a life skill um <laughs> and we're like I think the thing to remember is we're all all doing the best that we possibly can yeah and I don't know sometimes it helps me in the moment when I feel like it's kicking off to be like is it me or is it them yeah if it's me I can control me I can't force them to like live the way we want to. Yes. Um, yeah. He doesn't know he's in the States. He doesn't know mm -hmm. that this is the trip yeah. of a lifetime. He doesn't know yeah. 
how much money mommy and daddy have had to pay for this and how much you've worked yes. so hard in order to get there. He's yeah. just like, hey, let's get up because I woke <laughs> up. Let's go. Yeah. Where are my snacks? <laughs> Where are my snacks, mom? <laughs> he doesn't know they've come from like, I don't know, um, Whole Foods or whatever the, the shops are from over there or if they're from Super yeah. Value here. Yeah. So to um, the car, you said lots of road trips. Yeah, a lot of road car trips. car was a different story. Yeah, I mean, it was fine when he was asleep. <laughs> and then he, he, So that's my first tip. We always timed it around naps. You just have to. Don't even try. Like, you know, there were mornings where we were like, we'd love to get on the road at 8 a.m. But he's just woken up at 7. He's not tired yet, you know. So we're just going to have to chill for three or four hours until he's sleepy again. So if you are if you are traveling and you plan on, on doing a bit of driving, plan the drives around the naps. Um so then we could pack up the car get in he'd have had his lunch or whatever and then he'd not off for the first hour hour and a half whatever and then which was great and very peaceful and relaxing and then he'd wake and he's like right because at least on the flight he could kind of walk around a bit you know and kind of be between us or climb on top of us or whatever in the car they're strapped in you know um so again a lot of snacks a bit of screen time um and we just got through it, you know, you'd kind of see that you'd 40, you'd be checking the math, like 43 minutes left and he's not, doesn't want to be here. So, okay, look, we're not going to make it in the time that we wanted to get to the next place. Let's just pull in for 10 minutes and let him have a little run around, you know, in a little park or something and try again, you know? So I think you just have to not have strict timelines or, or strict itineraries because kids don't give a shit about that, you know? Um, so there were nights where we missed dinner in certain places we were staying and you know we I remember we got to Chicago and the restaurant was closed everything was closed it was like 10 p.m where it was like I'm just gonna go to Weiberger and get us a takeaway I was like yes that sounds like heaven like you know um because you just you can't stick to those those itineraries or those dinner times or whatever because it's just not going to happen you know so I think patience just be patient yes a journey might take four hours when it should only take two you know in a car but you have to listen to their needs and it's not fair to expect them to just sit and be patient while we get from A to B so um yeah there was a lot of kind of pulling in or we'd plan a journey we'd be like okay, that drive is four hours he'll sleep for the first half hour and a half hopefully he'll be okay for about 20 minutes to half an hour after he wakes then he needs to get out of the car and stretch his legs we all do um so there's a lot of that kind of you know okay where can we stop okay we're going from a to b where's nice halfway that we could stop and maybe get a bit of food let him run around um so yeah don't stick to itineraries because it's, it's just not going to happen you know they don't as i said they don't care and that's even true if you are doing a staycation in ireland i find like if you know if we're going yeah. west you have to sort of right along the way have an idea of where there's a good spot to stop yeah. i saw so we were in Park Nasilla as well last year. I saw that you were down there just oh, yeah. before us. So, and you yeah. had asked, you're like, any place to stop on the, on way. the way? And I yeah. was like, like, tell me when that's coming out because Absolutely. I need to find that. So everyone yeah. was saying Formoy. Um, yes. So we stopped yeah. in Formoy. Yeah. And like, they just need, they just needed to just like reset the button. And totally. Then you can like take the second leg and everyone's happy again. Yeah. Like, ideally, we'd love to have gone from here to Park Casilla without stopping once. You know, we just want to get there. But it's just not doable with yeah. with uh, with the baby. Um, and then you manage your expectations. You're like, OK, we're going to stop there. We're going to have a lovely, tasty lunch. And, you know, we're going to feed them. And then we're ready to go again. And you just incorporate it into your trip. It's like part of our trip is an hour in Formoy, you know, <laughs> to see Formoy. 
so uh, yeah it's so true and it's just about changing your expectations and it's another I think that's it's another layer of parenting where like at each stage we've had to figure out oh it's not the same as before we have to learn and adapt and I think that's why there's yes. a lot of interest in it this summer like because there's been so many COVID families that have kind of gone through the I'm last few years yeah they haven't gone anywhere and now it's like it's daunting now, even it's daunting, even if you don't have a kid and you haven't been through an airport in two years to be like, how do you get through an airport again? Like all the little simple things that we would have done so frequently now feel a bit like, Jesus, how does that work? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But again, you have every right to be there and your kids have every right to be there than everyone else. And people will be patient, you know, and people get that it's tough on families. And I did find that a lot while we were away, you know, outside of airports if we were queuing for something they were very much like okay they have a child who's clearly tired or clearly hungry let's help these people out you know and people are like that you know never underestimate that people do understand that you are stressed you know and or if you were on a bus going somewhere and you know um there was people a couple young couple sitting down they'd always say you know do you want to sit down and your toddler on your lap you know people are very understanding like that so you know don't don't go into it thinking that you know you're just going to piss everyone off because you're not you know it's just it's just life and uh and just take your time and you know have the snacks and and have a plan as I said going through security he does one you do the other and and you'll get through it and it'll be so worth it when you get there you know and and as I said before it's easier to stay at home it's easier to stay in the comfort zone it's easier to stick to the routine that you have but life is for living as well, you know, and you need to create these special memories if you can, if you're lucky to be in a situation where you can. And don't let the fact that getting there might be a little bit stressful um, deter you. I'm actually after just thinking of something that Catherine Thomas put on her story yesterday and I thought it was so funny. I don't know if you saw it. Yeah. She was doing travel tips on her stories. Um, for, for She was flying yesterday with her two, her two kids. And I thought it was absolutely genius. She picked up a dog bed in, in Lidl. <laughs> And she said it was going to, it was for her baby for the flight. So, you know, when you, if you have like a bit of floor space in front of you or across your laps, a dog bed for the baby to sleep in with the sides that come up so that they can't roll out. And she was like, and when I get there, I'm going to put it under, a, under an umbrella by the pool or on the beach under an umbrella. And that's where the baby's going to sleep during the day. I thought it was absolutely genius. <laughs> How? how is this the first time that anyone I has thought of this this is don't know and she picked it up she was like now you're all gonna laugh at me but this no, is gonna come in super handy that is so good so good I mean I've seen things like if you bring a fitted sheet away yeah and yeah. you put like a bat like so turn the fitted sheet like inside out so yeah that the fitted bits are pointing up yeah and you put like a rock in each of the corner of the fitted sheets and it yes. makes like a little a little kind of where little... Yeah, that they can but sit can't in roll out stuff. of. Exactly. Yeah. But oh that's my God, it was brilliant. So clever. Yeah. And they're so comfy. Like, they're so comfy. And they have the four sides. So, you know, you can buy, like, snooze pods and things like that. So it's basically... And sorry, the genius thing about it was, because it's a dog bed, it's kind of flimsy. She was like, I can just roll it up and put it into my bag. You know, it's 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 not that big. I can easily just squash it down. I just thought that was a genius idea for a flight or by the pool or on the beach baby can sleep safely and unfortunately Sean's too old for that now but I know, yeah. definitely I thought it was genius you're probably only get gonna get about eight months I yeah think, I think, I think yeah. we're a bit we're a bit past it but that's such it. a brilliant idea such Great a brilliant idea. idea yeah and that's it I think everybody like that's what I love about Instagram there's just so many 
sharing of ideas. There's an account, um, Where is Briggs? Which I think it's Where is Briggs or Where is Briggs next or Where is, where is he going next? Anyway, I'll put it in the show notes. But it's Great. an American mum and she just travels constantly with her toddler. So she has like really excellent, like genuine hints and tips. Now, a lot of them are very much for the rules and regulations around sort of American travel as opposed to European travel. But yeah. I think there's loads in it. And it's mainly just about mindset as well. Like to your point on like, yes, it's hard, but it can be magic. Mm-hmm. Um, and certainly when it comes to like the people around you, you know, again, if your child is pissing other adult strangers off, that's their problem. Their they're problem. A, they're an adult. Get them to figure out how to regulate their own emotions towards this situation. Or it's a lot easier for them to move themselves from the situation exactly. than it is for you, you know? Yeah. You're the adult, like, you know, to the other people. I just look at them and I'm like, sort your own situation out if this is really yeah. bothering you. Yeah. And, and don't be kind of forcing your child again to sort of conform to this little world yes. and routine that we're forcing them through just in that moment of travel through the airport and air flight. Um, yeah they are just going to be their their own little selves mm-hmm. and the calmer you can stay the safer they feel the safer they feel the less likely they'll kick off exactly so that's yeah. my that's my oh and you know sometimes a little gin and tonic before getting on the flight helps yes um, absolutely calm the nerves <laughs> so whatever it is that you need to do to be your calm self absolutely yeah be your calm and self. like once we did get him asleep on the flight we were like we might take those wines now yeah. that's okay. it's like there's no point taking wine when he's awake like it's going to go everywhere yeah now that he's asleep we're like now afraid to move like is it too late to get the wines and get them to open it get them to pour it into the little cup get them Absolutely. to hand it to you for like anything that yeah. means that you can just operate one-handed through this yeah. through this flight do it i remember i was like i would love a red wine but it's just not worth it i'll go white because it's if it spills at least we don't have to deal with the stains <laughs> These are the compromises that mothers have to absolutely, make. Absolutely, absolutely. So you're glad you did it? 100%. Like it was just the be- the trip of a lifetime. And when I think back on, you know, getting up in the morning and eh, one place we went, Pismo Beach, and it, we stayed on this place, kind of the top of a cliff, and you know, steps down to the beach and just put Sean down in the sand with his shoes off and just let him run free, you know, in the sunshine and miles of beach so safe you know to see a little face just happy out doing that like it was worth every single tantrum every single tear every stressful moment it was it was just fantastic so as I said if you can if you can trip whether it's in Ireland or abroad you know this summer if you're in the position if you're lucky enough to be able to do it just go for it because it's worth it's worth it all thank you so much for inspiring us to get out there (laughs) I think when this comes out I will hopefully be somewhere sunny uh, oh, great. and on Amazing. my travels and uh, and it's sunny in Dublin today for the first weekend and I don't know how long it's just been such a dreadful May it's so nice yeah. to feel like summer is on the turn um, finally here yeah finally and we can here safely without without having to worry worry too yeah. much yeah yeah so let's make great. up for all the summers that have gone before and Oh, I am so ready for that gin and tonic and to get on that flight. <laughs> well, enjoy, enjoy. You have one million percent earned it. You deserve <laughs> And to deal with the tantrums as they occur. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be worth it when you get there. It'll be worth it when you get there. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Sinead. Thank you so much for listening and to Water Wipes, the world's purest baby wipes for their support. Proven to be purer than cotton wool and water, Water wipes are made with just two ingredients and are 100% biodegradable, plastic-free and compostable wipes. 
so you can do what's best for your baby's skin and help protect the planet. If you enjoyed this conversation, subscribe, rate or leave a review. Share this episode across social and get in touch with this week's guest, Alva Garahi, on Instagram. Instagram.